to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. So today we have on a very special guest, but you know how I always like to do. Did y'all cook today? What's going on on this hump day Wednesday? Thank you, April. I was a little nervous, you know, to try something new, but shout out to all of our team, Alan, April, Stacy, kudos to all of you guys. And don't forget, if you like what I'm doing, make sure you guys support. The Cash App is Let's Sip and Talk. Get you a cup, a pen, or even a shirt now. So. Anywho, we have a special guest. Um, his name is Ozzy. Um, he has been in a, a plethora of, of, of films, you know, and good ones at that. So I am going to give you guys the honor of seeing a few clips of Ozzy, and then he's going to come on and share his journey with us. Freeze! Is there a problem, officer? You ran three red lights. I've had my lights on for four blocks. It's an emergency. Um, I didn't know. Don't want to hear it. Hands up. Stop him. This is taking forever. Could you ask them to start another line? No, I'm a security guard. But do you have any idea what it's like to stand in one place all day but not go anywhere? Yes, I'm a security guard. So we meet again. We both knew we would. I'll need you two ladies to step behind the privacy footprints now. But I have a fast pass. You know, this war was never about you. I just want everyone to be happy. You're late. I'm sorry. Sorry ain't gonna cut it. You're out. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to witness the union of Cheyenne Taylor Lee and Bilbo Derek Thompson in holy matrimony. To be joined as husband and wife for all eternity. No, I can't do this, okay? No. I need a sick ass beat. Spitfire Minister Funkacon. Yeah, I'ma be with you for life. So the new CEO that my company brought in is a real hard ass. What's his name? Her name is Joan Diaz. Oh, you have a girl boss, I didn't realize. Well, honey, don't say girl boss. The proper word is woman boss. Or just boss. Boss works fine. Franklin isn't really into superheroes. Yeah, he loves playing with his dolls. Dolls? Would you mind calling me, sir? Sure. Oh, brother, I can't keep up with all this. I don't know what they want to be called. I don't think it's they. It's getting serious. This is getting serious. <laughs> but you getting a lot of tickets or what? Come on. If we win a couple, we could throw it up towards the rent. We better win. Police, open up. What's going on here, guys? Having a little party? Discussing my I'm not discussing my day. We have reason to believe you've been distributing marijuana. Am I being detained? Am I being detained or am I free to go? Do we have permission to search the premises? Shut the f up. Shut the f up. No. Shut the f up. No. What'd you just say to me? Shut the f up. You don't tell us to shut the f up. We're the cops. Yeah. 
All right. Hello, Ozzy. How are you today? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's a pleasure to have you on. I really appreciate you taking your Wednesday out to um, spend it with Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. So I want to get good, down and dirty real fast. So what made you decide that you wanted to be in the acting um, industry, filmmaking, music? Like what gave you that oomph to say, you know what, this is my calling. This is what I should be doing. Um, I would say I, I was a performer all my life. Um, as a kid, I was the kid who, uh, you know, I got a big family. Uh, I got like nine, 10 aunts and uncles on both sides of my family. So whenever we had, uh, you know, family reunions or whenever I was there for the summer, I was always the kid like doing Michael Jackson dances for everybody or performing a scene from a movie or whatever. So I feel like I was always a performer. And then, uh, I kind of got, you know, what they call the acting bug when I was, uh, about 10 years old, uh, I got cast in a, you know, a school play and the rest was history after that. I think, um, I think by the time I was like a sophomore in high school, I was like, you know what, I'm going to be an actor. You know, okay. and I, even before that I was, you know, rapping and, you know, making music. So I had been doing music since I was probably 12 or 13. But um, as far as going to school, I knew that there was no question about where I was going to be trying to go to school and what I'd be trying to go to school for probably around the 10th grade is when I made that decision. So, okay. So let me ask you, did it start as far as like, did you start doing extras being an extra in certain films when you would see that they're reaching out for extras, but, but how did you get that big break? You know, what was it that said, okay, I'm gonna start, you know, they need Ozzy, you know, like what was that time and how did it feel? Um, yeah, extra work, I think, is a part of every actor's experience, for the most part, for the most part. Some some actors, you know, they may not do extra work if they have theater background, you know, uh, they might skip the extra side of things. But, I mean, I think I, I was an extra in a movie. The first time I was an extra, I was, like, in a crowd when, when I was, like, 12 or 13 for the movie The Program that uh, Omar oh, Epson and Happy Barry were in. That shot, that movie actually shot parts of their scenes at my middle school in South Carolina. So um, I was an extra on that. I remember just that whole experience and being like, yeah, you know, I want to be a part of this. And then um, another film, um, Road Trip, shot at my college when I was in Atlanta. So that was probably... That that was probably the first time people would actually see me in the film be like, oh, I saw you in that and all of that kind of stuff. So that (laughs) felt good. It was like, you know what? Um, okay, now I got to get some speaking roles and all of that kind of stuff. But, right. um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think things really changed once I moved to L.A. You know, and it's, it's a similar story for a lot of actors. L.A. Mm-hmm. is a hub of movie making worldwide. It doesn't matter where you come from, even if you come from uh, London or if you come from New York. Um, those are very those are meccas for acting and and getting on stage and getting into films as well. But LA is the place that everybody comes through, even if they oh, only wow. spend a few years here. Yeah. So when I moved to LA, which has been um, 11 years, it was, mm-hmm. it's been 11 years in October. It'll be 11 years since I moved here. So that was a whole How- new experience. I had done film work in Atlanta where I went to school uh-huh. at Clark Atlanta, CAU in the house. Um, <laughs> I had done film work there 
And that's where I learned how to edit and write scripts and all of that kind of stuff. But when I moved to L.A. was where it started to really happen. Um, L.A. is where you come and you find acting classes galore. This is where you find representation. Um, This is where you can go down the street and be on a studio lot. (laughs) You know, so, yeah, I would say it changed once I moved to L.A. So someone who wants to pursue an acting career, um, is it most likely to say it's best to move to L.A. or or you will have to work a little harder if you choose not to take that move? Well, this is what I'll say. You're going to come through L.A. no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. But you do want to be in a city where you can get the proper training. You want to be in the city where you can get uh, the proper access to the industry. Now I moved from Atlanta 11 years ago. When I moved from Atlanta 11 years ago, there was less going on. There were always certain things going on in Atlanta. You know, at the time walking dead was shooting there, um, vampire diaries. There's in the Southeast, there's always been things shooting there, but there hasn't been as much access to getting trained and to getting an agent and managers and all that kind of stuff. Now, now that, Tyler Perry and Marvel in, are in Atlanta. It's much more opportunity. So Atlanta is a good place to be. But um, I would say if you're trying to be a lead actor in anything, you got to come through at that, at the very least New York, but definitely L.A. Okay. So, you know, again, the best actors from London, they got to come through L.A. The best actors from New York, Atlanta, they got to come through L.A. Um, I've gotten friends that ask me, like, you know, can I make it in Atlanta without having anything? It's uh, more opportunity in Atlanta again, but they're still mostly casting their lead actors out of L.A. OK, so that that would be my answer to that question. You know? So basically, yeah, go to L.A. if you decide you want to take up an acting career, because I do see that a lot of extras are needed, like in Charleston, South Carolina and in North Carolina and things like that. But. I don't know, you know, how fast you'll take off. So I guess it's best to be where it really goes down if you're really serious about it. Extra work is not going to get you, uh, you know, in film. Extra work is a good place to learn and see what's going on behind the thing. Oh, okay. But extra work, you're not. The way you're going to get in is by getting trained and then getting representation so you can go out and get auditions and things like that. Doing independent projects, because that's what I did. I mean, I learned a lot doing independent projects by unknown writers and directors and writing and directing my own stuff at certain points okay. in time. Well, but, that's definitely neat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But What would you say? You oh, go ahead. LA, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, if you want to come to L.A., you better be serious, because like okay. any other major city, I mean, and, and you're coming to California. California right. is one of the most expensive states to live in, especially if you're in San Francisco or Los Angeles, it's expensive. So prepare yourself for that. Would you say um, the type of work that you do um, takes a special type of character? And I mean, like, do you, do you, and you don't have to answer this if you don't like, but if let's say you get let down or are people tough when it comes to this industry? Like just bluntly, I don't need you. I don't want you. You weren't good. You get what I'm saying? Like, do you have to have some tough skin in order to pursue the acting career? You said it. You said it. You have to have tough skin. But I mean, I'm not one of those people who's like, you shouldn't do anything. What I, what I would say is any, anything that's 
worth getting is going to be hard to achieve. You know what I'm saying? Right. Anything in, in this world, acting is definitely by far not the only thing. I mean, doctors go to school for eight and 10 years. Lawyers go to school for eight years. And, and uh, that's what I would say to people. If you're trying to be serious, a serious performer, then right. you got to put in the work. I consider myself when I moved to L.A. and I knew this before I moved here. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going there to get, uh, you know, I'm going to get around the people who are actually serious. And I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'm going to sharpen myself by getting in uh, going to a place that actually has all of the competition. So I didn't feel like I was being uh propelled enough to greatness when I was living in Atlanta. And that's just just what it is because I knew in LA was where everybody was who was going to be a challenge for me. Uh, Everybody goes there who's had training. Um, And, you know, that's not a knock on any other city because like I said, you can get really good training in New York and get really good training in in London. Um, You can get good training in Atlanta and, and other places now too. It's just not as much. You can go right down the street and there's a school and it'll be a good school. You can go right down the street. There's good managers right down the street. There's agents right down the street. There's studios. So I knew that anybody, if I was going to be great, then I needed to be around other people who were trying to do exactly the same thing that I'm doing on a competitive level. So that's definitely understandable. Yeah. That's kind of like in everyday life, you know, surround yourself around people that want more and, and are striving for more. So that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. I don't know why people don't do it anyway, but some people just don't know. You know better, you do better, right? <laughs> some people don't know. And some people mm-hmm. don't want that challenge. I mean, That's what right. I say to people in L.A. is if you make it three years out here, then you, you, you're you on the path. Because a lot of okay. people, who they get out here and they see the challenge for a year or two and then they're back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Or they, they're going to do something else. But if you met, if you last three years, some people leave even after three or four years. But I think if you get to three years out here and not just three years of being out here, but three years of actually grinding, three years of grinding representation, studying and going to classes and uh, studying your craft. I mean, that's all I can right. say. Just it, try it, your best. You know? And something I wanted to know. um, so like with the agents, you know, I see a lot of people and this was the past. I don't know if it's now, but you shouldn't have to pay to get an agent. Is that right? If you get what I'm trying to say, like some people want money and it's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to pay for an agent. Right. No agent or manager that's legit is going to ask you for any up. That's what I thought. They okay. Be doing their work. Now, um, a good a good acting coach of mine, my first real acting coach out here, um, he always said that uh, agent is going to take ten percent of your money because they do ten percent mm-hmm. of the work. You okay, um, <laughs> yeah, fifteen percent of your money because they do fifteen percent of the work. Um, if they're asking you for a bigger percentage, you ask them. So, are you going to be doing that percentage of the work? But they are not supposed to ask you for no, well, you know, I'm going to need 150 down or $200 down. That's a scam. That's a scam. That's what I thought. I always wanted to ask after that. I just never had a chance. I always figured that was a scam because you shouldn't have to pay, you know, like they're going to be making money off you eventually, you know? So, yeah, I I thought so. I see we have some comments. I don't know. Let's see, because I did ask a few questions before you came on. So let's see if it is pertaining Okay. Hello, Melvin. Nice. 
for you to tune in. Thank you. Thank you. We try something new. I'm excited. A little nervous if you can't tell. Um, our sister's going to be on TV next. Let's pray. Have a lot of success. I hope so. Fingers Amen. crossed. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's your cousin or someone, Miss Sandra West. Williams. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Hey, another cousin family in the building today. Thank you guys for tuning in. What's good? All the way from Miami. All right, Miami. (laughs) Hey, that's my sister April. Hey, April. What's up? (laughs) Y'all make sure if y'all have questions for Ozzy, make sure y'all um put it out there because now's the time. We don't get a chance every day to ask, you know, someone questions behind the scenes, you know. So Make sure you post them. I think that's all our comments right now. That's another cut. What's up? In the ATL. Okay. ATL in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Sandra must know my sister. Okay. Hey, Sandra. Yeah, that's me. I'm her sister. So that means you was tuning in without April having to tell you. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yes, it's Courtney. Lella. She's my big sister. Can't wait until we get together again as family. Miss seeing everyone. Oh, okay. That's your big sister. So you got sisters on. <laughs> mm-hmm, can you mm-hmm. share with Miss Prima Kennedy how she, how can she get her own talk show on TV? <laughs> Look, hopefully I'll just get there. <laughs> she's doing what she's supposed to be doing right now. All right. Well, thank you, Ozzy. Exactly. Um, I mean, like what? You got examples like Desus and Mero. They started online doing exactly this right here. And now what? They're they're on the big time. They got their own late night show. So they they doing okay. it. They started just like how you started. It just takes patience, you know, and drive and a support system. That's it. So yeah, that's it. What is your why? Oh, what is my why? Why mm-hmm. I'm doing this? Um, I mean, my philosophy is that people should be doing what they love. Um, Now, I know everybody doesn't have the luxury to do what exactly what they love for a living. But even if you're working a regular nine to five, you should still be doing what you love, at least for a hobby. And many actors. I mean, some of your most of your favorite actors, I would say at least 95 percent of them, um, they you hear the stories all the time. They worked as waiters and waitresses. Uh, they did different odd jobs. They did different nine to fives until their, their acting blew up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So they worked nine to fives, but they also did what they loved. They also were in place while they were doing their waitressing or waiter jobs. Uh, they went and did auditions. They went and did day parts, day player parts um, in, in shows until someone recognized them and gave them a starring role or until they did something where the world recognized them. Um, That's what my why is. My why is I love being an artist. Um, RIP to Chadwick Boseman. I I remember seeing a uh, interview by him. Mm -hmm. We're from the same place. We're both from South Carolina. Um, I remember seeing an interview that he said he's an artist. He was like, uh, many people just refer to him as an actor. And I've been saying this for like, as long as I've been doing this, I've been saying the same thing. I'm an artist. And it's in the truest sense of the word, because I actually, I mean, I've been doing music for a long time. Um, I uh, direct as well. Um, Mm -hmm. In recent years, I've become a producer. 
um, not just of music, but of film as well. So I'm more than just an actor. I'm writing a script right now. So mm -hmm. the thing about it is I'm an all-encompassed artist. And so mm -hmm. the way I express myself sometimes is through acting. But there'll be, I mean, I, I, I have a uh, short film that we just completed that I'm not even in. I produced it, but I'm not in it. So every okay. time that I, uh, you know, express myself as an artist, it doesn't have to be me in front of the camera. I just like to get right. good projects made, you know? Okay, that makes sense because you don't want to be just in that box of acting when you have so much talent. That makes so much sense. It makes so exactly. much sense. And I mean, you know, it, that's not the same case for everybody. Some people just want to act and that's great. But I know I just find it for myself freeing to be able to just get good work done and I like to express myself in more ways than just acting. Right, right. Yeah. I definitely understand that. Um, Lamique said, Freeman, you asked the question I had about paying. And I think a lot of us want to know that because, you know, sometimes we're, we're kind of inquiring or maybe wanting to do it, but then you get, okay, it's going to cost you this and this and that. So I'm like, I don't know if that's accurate or not. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I got, got like that when I was really young. Uh, some company talking about you can pay this and, you know, you can, you know, they were looking for print models or whatever, but they were just trying to get money. Get know, money. Yeah. And when I moved here, I talked to people who were like, well, I paid this manager this. I'm like, no, you should never pay no manager or agent. You got to put in the work first. A right. manager or agent will want to work for you when you have a reel. So a lot of people come to me with that question. How do I get a reel? And it's a catch 22. You get a real doing work. Well, how do I get work? The best way to do that in my situation was to go and make my own stuff and get uh, in cahoots with a lot of independent people who are looking for independent actors because they can't yeah. afford actors who are in a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you you might have to go and do free jobs, which I did. I did free uh, short films for free and stuff like that. And it helped me get my real. And then I was able to get a manager, get an agent. And then you get work from that. Right, right. Okay. I appreciate you sharing all that. You know, again, we don't have the opportunity, you know, to ask those type of questions. Is there anything else you would want to share with us, Ozzy? I don't want to keep you your whole Wednesday, you know. Um, but anything else you want to share? Any type of motivation, inspiring words for any generation, whether it's younger, older, or anything. Anything you want to share with us? I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier. Um, I got the opportunity. A friend of mine uh, was a teacher. It was, this was even before I left Atlanta, but he he asked me to come and uh, talk to students. These were like third grade students at the time. Mm -hmm. And this, mm -hmm. this is was my lesson plan. It was easy for me because I was living it and I'm still am is do what you love. And uh, again, to me, that's about your own self-fulfillment, right. doing what you love. These people that are out getting paid to do what they love. It's because they have went, sacrificed a whole lot. And then okay. they get the blessing of being able to go out here and do what they love. You know what I'm saying? Chadwick Boseman died knowing that he did what he loved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yes. If we can find any peace in that part of his life, um, knowing that he you know, got to portray these icons and then he became an icon himself before he passed, um, I think that we can... You know, if we talk to his family or anybody that was close to him, they would say Chadwick passed 
didn't want to go that early, but he definitely right. passed knowing that he did what he loved for most of his life. He achieved that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. If, like I said, if you if you work a nine to five, whatever, make time to do what you love. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not hurting nobody. But right, right. right. <laughs> but it, make time to do what you love. That is what I have done. And uh, I know friends of mine, I told him when I was in school, I was like, I'm gonna be an actor, y'all. I'll be 10, I'll be 10 and 11, 12 years old. I was telling people I was gonna be, I was gonna be doing music and I'd be acting in movies and television shows. And the only way that I got to do that was making sacrifices, not being right. able to go out and party sometimes, um, not being able to spend money on certain things because I gotta buy headshots because I gotta make sure I got my reel and things like these cost money. Um, right. Going in, going out on a limb and moving to Los Angeles from Atlanta and my cost of living going up by three times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so you got to really be serious about it. It's like you said, it's no play play. If you if you move into L.A. <laughs> Not at all. If you moving, if you're moving from New York to L.A. Well, I then think I lost, I lost a little bit. Exactly. If you're moving from an already expensive city, then OK. But. Atlanta may be expensive to some, but it's not really that an expensive city. I, I, you know, I'm coming from South Carolina, so it's a little bit more expensive for, than South Carolina. But the South is pretty inexpensive. And then moving all the way to the to the West Coast, like I said, three times my living expenses. But I had to make it work. It wasn't easy, but I had to make it work. And that's what the experience is. Unless you got rich parents or something, that's what most people's experience is moving to L.A. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to do it. You got to be serious. You got to be a passion. That's it. Be be it. like no one should be able to tell you nothing. Um, right. you, you just have to make it happen. And and I'm not saying anything new. I think that any successful person in any field has done that. You know, they have just yeah. made it. work. They make sacrifices. They they uh, they study and uh, they make the right moves. You got to go with your gut. I had a bunch of people telling me not to move to L.A. because we got earthquakes. And guess what? Like three years after I moved, the East Coast got earthquakes. Yeah. See? See? So um, <laughs> you got to go with your gut and you just have to, you know, like you said earlier, have tough skin. Have tough skin. And just like you said, just do it. And Somebody's going to always find a little negative somewhere in there. Whether it's the earthquakes or the crime or something, but hey, that can happen. It's nature when it comes to we we don't predict it, you know. So go for it because exactly. you don't want to end up saying, "I wish I would have." So you got to do it. Exactly. 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 Don't be guided by fear. Exactly. Exactly. So I do want to thank you so much for spending this hump day with us, sharing all this knowledge, because, again, I see that I wasn't the only one that wanted to know this stuff. So I really yeah. thank you. Um, you know, kudos to you, you. being successful. I, I can't wait to see you, you know, and plenty more things. And hopefully I'll be right there interviewing you the next time. OK, <laughs> Definitely, and thank you for inviting me, Frema. Um, oh, you're you more know, than welcome. You're the best. And uh, you're going to, you know, reach the heights that you, you're, you're shooting for. Definitely. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema, peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs>